Welcome to Gold with Jeanette Schneider, nuggets of inspiration for a bigger, badder, more purposeful life. Each week we share wisdom, insights, and gold from those living their very best lives. After 23 years in finance and a fancy SVP title, I left corporate America to advocate for women and girls in life, love, the boardroom, and the marketplace. Now the CEO of my own media company, my goal is to change the world for my daughter and her friends. My first book, Lore, Harnessing Your Past to Create Your Future, dropped this past fall and is based on what women wish they would have known when they were girls. This is purposeful content, big conversations, and a safe place for us to share our goals and our dreams for the future. We record every week from the sound studio at The Space LV. Candice Morales has a fierce belief that everyone has a right and the ability to be the best version of themselves. She has been leading people for over 15 years, and as a career and prosperity coach, she helps her clients set goals and execute a life that brings them joy and fulfillment. She guides people from a place of wholeheartedness and understanding while maintaining a focus on getting results. Candace shares her steps for manifesting, how to let go of guilt, and live intentionally. She argues that we have to speak our goals into the world and move our desires into our own consciousness. We talk about the transition from powerlessness to power and how to vibe with the life you want. Let's dig in. I am so excited to have with me today Miss Candice Morales, Master Manifester, and thank you so much for being on my podcast. Yeah, I'm excited to be here today. Thank you so much for asking me. I love it when I get to have people in studio because I get to see your face. Like, we have microphones in front of us, of course, <laughs> but I get to see your face. Yes. And um, so Candice and I have mutual friends, and we keep ending up in the same circles, um, same cocktail parties, same luncheons, brunches, whatever. <laughs> and we, I went to one recently and um, you got up and we're talking specifically about manifesting. Yep. And I think of myself as like this manifesting just magician. And I don't even think of it consciously anymore. Yep. And Isn't uh, it so fun? It's so much fun. It's I feel so like, fun. So you know like Elsa during Frozen, how yes. she has like, like snow coming out of her fingertips? <laughs> Sometimes as a mother and as a manifester, that's yes. how I feel. I'm like, I'm just sprinkling magic everywhere I go. I love it. Most days. Um, <laughs> but what I loved about it was like when you were talking, I started taking notes because you actually were like breaking it down for people who really don't understand the concept, right? Yeah. I was just interviewed for an article like, what does this all mean? Is it physics? Is it like, is it just like the placebo effect? And so I would love for you to talk to me a little bit about your relationship yep. with manifesting and then we're going to get into it and you're going to give us some bullet points. So talk to me first about like what your relationship is with yeah. the magic of it. I mean, I think that I started um, really with just like my belief that there is a greater power out there. I call it God and, you know, people call it different things. But just believing that I wasn't solely responsible for everything in my life, right? Mm -hmm. And it kind of just took off so much weight from my shoulders. And then also believing that I have some power and control. And so for me, manifesting was really about moving from feeling powerless to mm -hmm. feeling powerful in my life. So before I was like doing all the things that people thought you should do, right? So I went to college, I got my master's degree, I was a teacher, I was, you know, working up my ranks, I was, you know, the department lead, and I was you know, a coach for teachers. And I was like going up a certain ladder that people expected me to do. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't feeling fulfilled anymore. I was feeling like I was chasing this dream that was no longer mine. And at one point it probably was mine, but it stopped being mine. Mm -hmm. And when I realized that I was like 
being powerless in my life. I was kind of living on autopilot. I was doing what I thought people wanted me to do Mm -hmm. um, or what I thought I was supposed to do. And when I came to that realization that it wasn't actually the life I wanted, I started thinking about what is it that I'm doing or not doing that's got me here. And really what I realized is was I stepped away from my faith for a little bit. I was not trusting that the desires inside of me were possible because I wasn't trusting that there was a greater power than myself. And, you know, I started just doing some inner work. I started thinking, like, why is this? And started spending some time really um, connecting back with that, with God for me. And when I was doing that, I just learned that there are steps that you can take. There are actionable steps that you can take for this thing that sometimes seems super woo-woo, seems super out there, right? And, you know, I I call myself a strategy on prosperity coach because strategy matters to me. Mm -hmm. I think you should have a strategy, but also... I think that you, you know, you have to believe, you have to have a belief system that works for you. And so sometimes I tell people that I'm 50% manifest all the things and 50% get shit done. I love that. (laughs) No, it's so true because I think a lot of people will sit in this, this space, right, where they're kind of like, well, I've put it out in the universe and they kind of just... They're waiting, waiting for, for the it thing to, to show up, but they're mm-hmm. not changing behaviors. They're not actually making the phone calls. They're not Googling the thing. They're right. not going to the conferences and, right. and putting themselves into the position to receive. Right, exactly. And they're not spending the time developing that muscle, mm-hmm. like that faith muscle, that manifesting muscle. That needs to be developed just like anything else. Yeah. And so for me, um, I really had to get down to the nitty gritty because I, like I said, like a little bit of woo-woo, too much woo-woo can be out there for me and hard. Right. But when I had like actionable steps that I could take, um, I felt really good about it. Right. I felt like, okay, I could own this. It's like half woo. Exactly. It's half woo. Yeah. It's just woo. (laughs) It's just woo. It's just just woo. woo. (laughs) I love it. Well, and because it's so funny to me because like it's surprising how many people are like undercover into this. Yeah. You know, I've talked to a lot of um, executives and a lot of brand managers and advertisers and a lot of companies that come to me with like a pitch deck or a proposal and then when we get into it there's this moment of recognition that they're kind of into the magic too right they're kind of, of like you have to be yeah and yeah. I think you know if you've lived long enough you've had enough knocks you've had enough things kind of like kind of bowl you over mm-hmm. where you're like there has to be something greater and grander there has to be right and and there's so much um, relief when you realize that there is mm-hmm. because I'm not solely responsible someone's got my back consistently like Gabrielle Bernstein says the universe has your back I absolutely believe that yeah. and if if we all operated every single day like the universe had our back like how much greater would our lives be we'd be powerful so, so powerful. powerful and I think so it's powerful such a great thing too because we have all of these there's all of these like planners and apps mm-hmm. and um, like how to move things forward. And I kind of feel for the person who's like, I know I want to live a bigger, better life. And maybe like you, like you said, you realize that you weren't, you were on autopilot and you kind of lost that that connection to faith. I feel like I meet so many people who are like, they're wanting and they're grasping and they can't figure out how to get out of their old ways of living yeah you know and it's like back in the day it was you buy a franklin covey planner and you learn time (laughs) management right yeah and then you learn this and then you learn that and i kind of feel like it all has to be interwoven yep so i love the approach of making sure that you have actionable steps along with so tell us how to get there what do we do yeah yeah so what do you do so Mm -hmm. if you want to manifest this is maybe new to you i know what i was gonna say if your life is good like my life was good right i made a 
good money. I had a nice little house. I can travel when I want to. Mm -hmm. My life was good. So I think there was a little bit of guilt about being like, but my life is good Mm -hmm. and I still want more. Yeah. Right? And I think that when people come to me to work with me, that's a lot of what I hear. Like, I shouldn't not feel good because on the outside, everything is going well. Yes. Right? I know this so And so, well. so there's this guilt that leaves you in inaction. Mm-hmm. And when you stay in inaction, you continuously make yourself miserable. Yep. Right? And so um, manifesting is really about letting go of all of that guilt. And we'll talk a little bit about that in one of the steps. Letting go of all of that guilt and just living the life you actually want to live. Mm-hmm. So here we go. Let's do it. Number one. Um, so you have to allow the life you actually want to exist outside of yourself. So there's two main ways that you do that. One is you speak it Mm -hmm. to yourself and to a trusted friend. And no, not everyone is a trusted friend, Mm -hmm. right? Choose wisely. And two, write that shit down Mm -hmm. and read it to yourself every single day. You have to allow it to exist outside of you because when you hold it in and it's just a secret desire of your heart, Mm -hmm. the universe says, well, she's not serious yet. And when she gets serious, I'll get serious. But since she's not, there's no need for me to do anything. Yeah. Right? I love that. Well, because I've also, I've heard people say like, hey, keep it quiet. Don't tell people. And I don't 100%, I agree with you. what you said. I don't 100% believe that you should keep things to yourself because sometimes someone will ask you a question or make an introduction yeah. and be like, here, That's I didn't know that you wanted this. Here's Here's a connection or here's a way to look at it. Absolutely. And all of a sudden it starts to grow. It's it's petals start to form and stars start to like things start to come uh, the together. The stars align because you've said it, mm-hmm. right? And um I always tell people this, but a year before I had any paying clients, I said I was a coach. Mm-hmm. So I had a nine to five that I was working. And when I went out at night and I was at happy hour, when I introduced myself, they asked me, what do I do? And I said I was a coach. Did yeah. I have clients? No. Was I making money coaching? No. Maybe $100 here or there, but not anything serious. Right. And I still owned being a coach. And you know what happened? They started introducing me as a coach. And so their friends knew that Candace was the coach. Mm-hmm. And so that just really helped me build momentum in my life. But I had to first own it and allow that dream of mine to exist outside of me. I love, So I did the same thing. And I actually had someone reach out to me one time and he's like, how have you built a speaker kind of – everyone knows of you as being a speaker and author. And I said, because I said that I was. Yep. I changed all of my social media at the time from, you know, wife, mama, you know, whatever, <laughs> to – author, speaker, whatever. And all of a sudden I started getting speaking gigs and I I was trained. Keep in mind, like I've done the work. I've worked with executive coaches. I'd done all of this training prep Mm -hmm. and I knew that it was a talent, but because my old life didn't have it in the job description, I wasn't owning it. Yeah, I was just doing it. Someone didn't stamp it and say, yes, Jeanette, you are allowed to say you're a speaker. Yep, exactly. And I had this friend and he asked me, he's like, I am a subject matter expert in this area and no one will hire me to consult on it. And I said, because they don't know, mm-hmm. because you don't talk about it, right? So now you need to actually start presenting yourself as being that subject matter expert. And he's like, I guess I never thought I was allowed to because my, my job description, we live in our job description so many times. Yeah. And how stupid is that? Yeah. Right? Allowing someone else to define what it is we're capable of, what we're, what it is we're good at. That's just, that's feeling powerless. That's being stuck in that 
in that zone of powerlessness yeah. and that's just where all the junk happens that's mm-hmm. the dark place the dark. that's the place you don't want, that's <laughs> the a place you don't want to be <laughs> right, you know right and so so this this these steps that i'm talking about are pulling you out of that dark place and into the light mm-hmm. and it you don't stay there yeah. unless you consistently do the work right um but these steps will help get there okay what's the next one all right the next one um number two is own it without judgment And the without judgment is the biggest part. So if you want to make a million dollars this year, own it without judgment. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean you're greedy. It doesn't mean you think you're better than other people. It doesn't mean all of the negative things that we associate money with, Mm -hmm. right? Let that go. Don't judge yourself for it. If you want to have a baby and you're worried about, you know, putting feminism back because you want to stay at home with your baby, Mm -hmm. like that's okay. Own it without judgment Want the thing you actually want and be okay with it. Mm -hmm. When you are, all the universe conspires to make that thing so. But if you're judging yourself, you're actually blocking energy. Mm -hmm. You're blocking the universe from showing you the path, showing you the next right steps to getting you there because... Because that guilt, that judgment that you have is just an energy blocker. So this is my question to you because Mm -hmm. this is the first thing that would come into my mind. When I first started on this path and started saying, I'm an author, I'm a speaker, right? I knew it, but I had other people around me. So like I wasn't judging myself, but I could feel the judgment. Yep. We all have, for lack of a better term, we all have haters. We all have people who... They say they want to see us win, mm-hmm. but their actions or the, they're kind of like, you're like, I feel like if I didn't do this well, they'd probably be like, I told you so, or oh, I knew. And then if you do really, really well, they're going to show up and be like, how can I help you? I knew her when, yep. you know, and I have to, me personally, I, I go through that even now mm-hmm. where as I'm building my new company, I have people who are kind of like, what the hell is she doing? Yeah. And kind of, I, I can hear a little chit chat in the, yeah. in the periphery. And I've gotten to the place where those people have become completely gray to me. Yep. But I've had, I've got the muscle. Absolutely. Right? You have the muscle. Yeah. And those people don't matter. That's a that, big, that's a big statement. There was that, a silence after that. that that's <laughs> that's just it. Right. Right. They're not doing the cool shit you're doing. Mm-hmm. They hate their lives. Mm-hmm. They're not in the light, mm-hmm. right? And so that's why I said share share it with a trusted friend. Your when you first share your your dream or vision for the thing you actually want, you should share share it with trusted people so you don't have that energy block around you, yeah. right? But once you have the muscle, you then you then begin to share more broadly, mm-hmm. and that's gonna happen. But you already have that strong foundation, that core of people who actually believe and support your dream and vision for yourself. So then, so then it, they really don't matter because you have the right people. I remember talking to a coach about this recently, um, who was on my podcast months ago, and he said there will be people who you go to for advice because they're mentors or whatever, but are they actually aligned in life, right? So, mm-hmm. you know, some of these people that I was like, oh, so-and-so thinks that, you know, I'm making a poor decision because I'm leaving a great paying career. I'm doing this, I'm doing that. And then I thought about it. I'm like, he's an alcoholic who really <laughs> is very negative and gets into fights a lot. So, yeah. I mean, maybe he's not the best person to take life advice from. Like, if I need someone to help me with a specific whatever, mm-hmm. yep. that's it. And I think that's also something that we have to give ourselves permission to take a step back when we're feeling like someone's hating on us or kind of devaluing our dream or judging it and saying, okay, but let me take a look at where it's coming from, really, rather right. than allowing their rhetoric to kind of light up that 
fear place within us. Absolutely. And I I think that's why it's also really, really important to write the thing down. Mm -hmm. Because if you don't, you can have this vision today and then have all of this like white noise around you kind of like drowning out the vision. And then you kind of forget the vision you had for yourself because you pretend that it wasn't real. Mm -hmm. So that way you don't have the embarrassment of following it in front of all these people and then potentially failing. This is failing. You not living the life you want to live. Yeah. That's it, yeah. right? And so all that turmoil you feel inside, all of the disappointment, all of the misery, like that is the failure right there. Mm-hmm. And so if you want to get out of that, you have to get away from this white noise and you have to step into the light. You have to take actionable steps that allow you to stay in that high vibe energy around the people who support you. Mm-hmm. And when you do all of those things, you'll see what your next right steps are. Yeah. Um, but it's it's really important to surround yourself with a community community that supports the goal that you have for yourself. Yeah. No, I love it. Okay. Yeah. Step All right. three. Let's Moving on. Step three is vibe with it. Okay. And this one's a little bit silly, but I promise you it works. Okay. So vibe with it is um, act as though it already exists. Mm-hmm. Right? So... If I want to make a million dollars, I'm going to act as though I already made a million dollars. What would I do if I made a million dollars, right? I'd go to the Four Seasons and I'd go get, um, you know, spend a staycation at the Wynn and go to the spa, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. I don't know what you'd do if you had a million dollars, but you act as though it's already there and you vibe with it. So you just create the feeling inside of yourself, Mm -hmm. even if you're not sitting in the spa at the Four Seasons, Mm -hmm. right? So... Um, create the feeling and then try to taste it a little bit. So what I mean by that is like do it in small nuggets. So um, so I go to one fancy dinner a month, right? Mm-hmm. Spend way too much money. and But you've feel, prepared for it. You, yeah, <laughs> right. you've prepared for it and you know – and the point is that you're vibing with it. You're feeling the feeling. And it's a small taste, right? It's obviously not something way out of your price range, but right. – it's, it's something a little extravagant because that's what it feels like to have that money. Yeah. And you're sitting around the people who also make that kind of money. And you're just creating that vibe within you. And sometimes you're, you know, sitting at home brushing your teeth and thinking of the vibe. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's enough. Yeah. But sometimes putting yourself in a situation that you wouldn't otherwise be in, right? You want a baby? Go hold your friend's baby. Smell it. Cuddle it. Feel what it feels like, mm-hmm. right? Um, so, so that... Or just visualize it and feel it. And you can create that feeling within yourself. And the point of this is you you want the thing because you want the feeling. But the feeling is already there. Yeah. You already have the power to have that feeling. And once you realize that, it's going to show up in your life. It'll show up for you. Mm-hmm. Right? But you realize how powerful you are because the joy that you think that's going to come with whatever it is you want is already there. Yeah. I remember wanting to be a mom so bad and having, and I was having a hard time having a baby and I was talking to someone about it and I'm like, you know, I don't know, like I, it's not, it's not happening and I'm really, but I really want to be a mom, but I guess it's not happening. And they were like, go to the doctor. Like it was just like one of those simple things <laughs> right. where you're like, oh, right. I'm trying to manifest yes. a child. Right. And yeah. I'm not actually, I'm kind right. of 50% manifest 50% strategy. Yeah. Okay? And they were like, maybe you should, instead of like just being like, but she's supposed to come. Maybe you should, maybe you should go to the doctor yeah. and see why it's not happening. And I was like, yeah. oh, look at there. Science at and uh, yeah. a little bit of magic. Right. I, I just, I love it because I think a lot of times we have this like shame-based society where we're afraid to say those types of things out loud, that we want to be successful, that we want to have money, that we want to have 
and maybe it's you're manifesting a beautiful relationship, right? Yeah. And I know for me, um, and I've had a lot of people ask me this because I'm in probably the most mindful relationship I've ever been in. And one of the things I did is I started to date purposely and start acting like I was already in the type of relationship when I would go and and like meet these guys, like no attachment to them whatsoever. No. But if I'd go out on a date, I'd walk in like this very valued, loved woman and then be like, okay, let's see how he responds yeah. to this. Because you already are that. With it, or without. Me, yes. yes. With or without the partner, yeah. you already are that. And so the partner just reflects that. Well, it was really fascinating too because when I decided to make that shift, all of the guys courted me that I dated for – like say it was like a year period of time. I dated four different guys and all of them courted me, did not make fast moves, treated me like a queen. And I was like – how did this not happen before? Because you because required I it. I yeah. did. You required it. I did. Yeah. I walked in and I was like, this is who I am. This is what I will, that I, what I want. Yep. And I, it wasn't like I was like crazy weird about like, hey, look, here's the deal. Right. It was more like, <laughs> this is who I am as a human being. Yeah. 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 I love it. And and it's, it's just showing up for yourself in the way that you want to, mm-hmm. right? This is how I want to be seen in the world. So I'm going to show up in this manner, yeah. whether that's your career or in a relationship or in parenthood, whatever it is, you're going to, sh- you have to envision how you want to show up and then actually show up as that person. Mm-hmm. And every person we encounter is just a mirror teaching us something, showing us something mm-hmm. that's still inside, right? Yes. And seeing if we're going to make choices that are, in a, that are in alignment with the life we actually want, mm-hmm. or if we're going to make choices that are out of fear, lack, and scarcity or unworthiness in some way. Yeah. No, and I think it's really fascinating if you look at the people that you bring into your life. A lot of times we're like, like, (laughs) how do I have these unsupportive whatever? Well, what do you believe about yourself? Yep. You know, maybe it's time to kind of cut bait with some of these folks and let them kind of, I refer to it as invite them to the boundary of your porch. (laughs) And just be like, I would like to invite you to exit stage left because (laughs) I love that. We are not, you know, doing this thing together. Yep. You know? And and that's going to happen when you begin to make changes in your life and you, you know, make make a pivot. You'll see that not everyone is going to stay in your life. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. Yeah. And it's getting okay with that. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't mean that you wish them ill and it doesn't mean that, you know, that they're haters. It just means that they're not right for this part of the journey. Yeah. And maybe they'll be there later and maybe they won't, but either way you'll be fine. Yeah. That is one of the things that I talk about a lot is kind of like how your friendships and your tribe and the people that you bring around you really do have to reflect those things that you're manifesting into your life. Absolutely. Because you don't want people around you who will ever make you doubt yourself mm-hmm. or what's coming ne- next or what you deserve. Yep. And it's so funny that we're having this conversation because I'm getting a lot of that now. Are you? Yeah. Kind of like yeah. where like people, like a couple of people that have been with me in a season of my life are kind of like, oh you're big now huh right and I'm like no 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 no. I just have a podcast I just I'm like wait a minute no I'm gonna say it like I'm not big I'm doing big things mm-hmm. that fill my soul that make my heart happy yeah. like and I see it in the conversations that I have that are way more soulful and my daughter is so happy and I was thinking about this the other day I'm like when you have all of these people around you and you're trying to manifest this big beautiful life what really matters is the people who you are raising and loving right and she's like mommy you're the best mommy in the whole wide world and you're and then she wrote me this card about all of these things and I was like oh this is all I need this is yeah right yep from you know the the people that are the closest to you that see you see you the most I love it beautiful it is all right okay and so number four and this one's a little tricky. Okay. Is notice when it shows up, 
even if it doesn't look like what you thought it would look like. Mm, this one is good. Dig into <sighs> oh that. Oh my gosh, I've, I've got I just stories. got the chills right now. Oh yeah. gosh, yeah. Um, okay, so this one's really, really important. And I'll, I'll use a, a silly little example. Last year, I wrote in my passion planner. I use my passion planner every year. I wrote, I want to be on TV. Literally what I wrote. I want to be on TV. Mm-hmm. And in December, so right before the end of the year, my friend Nancy called and she was like, hey girl, um, my blowout studio is having a segment on the news and I want you to be a hair model. <laughs> so there I was on TV flipping my hair, right? right? And I was like, universe, you're freaking hilarious. Right. That is not exactly what I meant. Yeah. But I noticed and thank you for the opportunity, yeah. right? Thank you for the opportunity. So in January, I wrote in my new passion planner and I was like, I want to be on TV Talking about my businesses. Mm -hmm. That's what I want to be on TV about. Yeah. And in February, I was on TV talking about one of my businesses. Mm -hmm. And I was like, thank you. Right? <laughs> I, got, I got this. Thank you. But you know what? I, I noticed. I didn't say I wasn't on TV in 2018. I said I was on TV. I got exactly what I asked for. It's not how I pictured it. Mm -hmm. But what I asked for showed up. Yeah. Right? And um, I, was, I was telling you when I pulled up here about to talk about manifesting the universe had a little funny thing for me. I was in the parking lot and I looked over and it was a white Land Rover. And that was like my dream car three years ago. And I was like, okay, universe, just a little reminder for myself, right? I'm doing the right thing. I drove up. <laughs> I see my dream car. I get to talk about manifesting. I see you. Thank you. Yeah. I don't own it yet. Yeah. And that's okay. Yeah. Right? Because I'm recognizing all of the signs that the universe is putting in my path and I'm grateful for them. Yeah. You know? It's so I just got goosebumps too because sometimes like like I will tell people in interviews I can be super spiritual and woo or I can be super nerdy and like I can totally data point you out like anything that you <laughs> want to know about I'm like I got a fact yeah. about that yeah but um I do believe in in signs and I do believe in being specific in the way that you request things and I saw that through my love life mm -hmm. being younger and I've always written things down I've always been into free writing and I would write you know I remember wanting to love someone so much, but like I want to love someone more than they love me because I had been in some kind of relationships where I didn't understand love and it was more of a controlling kind of thing. So in mm -hmm. my youth, in my 20s, I was like, I want to love someone more than they Oh, and that happened <laughs> over and over and over again. I'm like, okay, that's not exactly that's not what it. I meant. No. Like I, I want, like I don't. But the universe gave you what you wanted. The universe gave me what I asked for. And so I got to the point where I was like, okay, I want to be specific, right? But specific, not like I need him to have this job this much. No. Because this is the type of character I want in my life. Mm -hmm. This is what I would like to feel like when I come home from work or when we're parenting or when we're doing these things. Yeah. And for, you know, you, you get to a point where you're like, okay. But it also is like, and that's that question that I had from the interviewer recently, like, is it the law of attraction, is it physics? Is it, I'm like, I think it's a, it's a matter of you working with something bigger than yourself, but also you're kind of reprogramming yourself in the process. You are. And you're mm -hmm. saying, okay, this is what now my new standards are and what I will accept. Yeah. And it's, it's and a the, game. The, uh, the, a the, it's a dance. Yes. Mm -hmm. And the thing about manifesting is that it's never about the thing you're manifesting. Mm -hmm. It's not about the million dollars. It's not about the baby, mm -hmm. right? It's about what you learn about yourself in the process of making that happen, yeah, right? In the process of making that happen, in the process of living that life, it's about what you're learning about yourself consistently. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's always what it's about. It's never about having the thing. It's about what you learn 
when you create that thing. Well, and that's really interesting too because a lot of times when you get the thing, first of all, it's it's not as shiny sometimes as you think it. Yeah, it was exactly. going to be. And you're like, you wanted this and then you get it. But you also, like for me, I remember when my book came out, someone was like, oh my God, can you believe it's finally here? And I just started laughing because I was like, do you know how long I've been working on this? Yes. You know, yeah, it's it's finally here when you're looking from the outside in. But for me, it kind of had to happen. Mm-hmm. Do you know, this, this had to happen because I have put in the work every single day. And when I say I've put in the work, yeah, I've done the writing, I've done the research and whatever in the process of me saying it to my trusted friend and what have you wonderful women came into my life to provide me with additional content for the book and perspective. So like I saw that mix between me, but there was hard work involved. And so sometimes when you're working hard and you get to the place, you're like, oh, wow. Like I thought the book was up here. This was in my career. That was the pinnacle (laughs) was writing the book. And now I look at the book and I'm like, oh, it's one thing among a lot of things now. But but you learned things about yourself in that process, right? Right. You learned that you can commit to something. You learned that when you commit to something, the universe puts all the right people in your life. Um, You learned that you can impact people with Mm -hmm. your words and your stories and, and your own personal journey. And so as you learn these things, you just get, you feel even more and more powerful and more and more called to continue to do this work because of the book. So the book was definitely not the end, but the book taught you all the things you need to know for what's next. Yeah, absolutely. It's so funny because I almost like have to send the book love every now and then yeah. because it's it's kind of like it's become, it was like this monumental task and now it's kind of like this thing I did, which yeah. sounds so weird, like yeah. coming from that perspective where I'm like, oh yeah, that was, I did that. Um, it's just, I think the whole process is really fascinating and I think you do have to be open to things being not exactly what you expected them to be. Mm-hmm. Don't like manifest like I want a career at Acme Marketing with a parking spot and this much salary because you may actually right. hate yep. that. Yep. But be open to what that to, represents exactly. and that feeling. Yeah. Be open to noticing when it shows up even in the smallest way. Yeah. Yeah. And I think some of those things are even like little signs like keep going. I've got something better for you. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I think I think they're absolutely signs. And and maybe maybe you're going to get the exact thing that you want. But I'm just trying to see how committed you are. I think the universe mm-hmm. plays those little games with us, you know, like, OK, we'll see how committed you are. You say you want it. Cool. Let's continue on this path. Do you see it when I show you small glimpses? Yeah. Are you grateful right now? If you're grateful for the small thing, you'll see the next thing. But I also think not only with just gratitude, but also to make sure that you're clearing up old nasty patterns. Oh, yeah. Right? So like, oh, you wanted this thing and here's this beautiful thing, but I'm going to put this back in your life that you have some emotional connection to. Or I'm going to – and are you able to say – that's no longer good for me. Yep. Right? I'm going yeah. to go this way. To be able to have that discernment. And that, that only comes with commitment to your faith. You like, I tell people that they have to do these steps every single day. You don't get to skip days, mm-hmm. right? Because you have to commit to your faith. And you have to demonstrate that you're willing to invest time, energy, and sometimes even money yeah. into, into this belief that you have and into this you know, dream for your own life. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I think it's just a process of starting right? Yeah. It's just getting started. Yeah. And it's, it's, um, not being afraid that you're going to do it wrong. I don't think that there's a wrong way, Mm -hmm. but if you need some steps, I got you. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. How would you, if someone was kind of coming to this new and do you, do you say start, start journaling? Oh yeah. I'd I'd say, yeah, I'd say the first step is like literally just envisioning what you want your life to actually be like and writing that down. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I think that's the first step. I love it. How did you, um, so like with your family and your friends, when you decided to make the transition, were they supportive? 
I, I don't even think I told my family really. Um, I had maybe two or three friends that I told about my transition from, you know, education to what I do now, which is coaching solopreneurs. I didn't share it with that many people. I started to, you know, write things down, think about the life I actually wanted. And over time, I'd say probably over a year or so, I started sharing like small nuggets of, mm-hmm. of the dream that I wanted. And, you know, some people still don't know what I do. Some people are like, what? She's a teacher still, right? Like, no, <laughs> I haven't taught in eight years, but okay. Um, and and everyone doesn't have to know. Yeah, Everyone doesn't have to know. I don't have to like call up all of my aunts and cousins and be like, by the way, this is what I'm doing now. It doesn't matter. Um, I just have to stay true to my vision and stay connected with it and surround myself with the people who believe that it's possible for me. I love that. It's so funny. I've had a lot of people lately, they're so curious about my transition and they want they don't understand how I make money. Mm. So I'm like, this is just such a weird question that's become like, so like, what do you do? How do you make money? But you know what? That That's great. You should embrace that because... What's your answer? I'll, I'll just tell them exactly. Yeah. I coach people, mm-hmm. right? I I have an online course. I, mm-hmm. what, I tell them the ways I make money because you know why? When I was making $60,000 a year and it was the most money I was ever going to make in my whole life as a teacher Mm -hmm. with my master's degree, like just ridiculous. That's what I thought that that's what I thought I was going to make the rest of my life because I didn't know another way. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that I can create my own salary, that I can make $10,000 in the next hour if I want to. Mm -hmm. I had no idea that that was how other people lived because I wasn't living among that. All my other friends were in the exact same boat as me. Yeah. Right? Um, and so once I got out of that, I realized how important it is for me to share with other people how I do make money and how they can create money for themselves if they want to as well. You know, and I think that has a lot to do with it, right? And I think it's also kind of like curiosity and permission. Yeah. Right. Um, there's also a little bit of like, um, people pay you for that, like that kind of attitude, <laughs> All right. that kind of attitude. Like that, I think that comes from a different place, but also, you know, from even the root of that is, Wow. Maybe it is possible for me to exactly. not be That's here. Exactly what I was thinking. Right? Is some of the, and actually one of the guys that gave me a really hard time when I left corporate America and he was just like, You're crazy. After a few minutes he said he also used the word courageous. Mm-hmm. And he said, I could never do what you are doing. I am comfortable being a company man because it provides me with security. And I, I think in underneath all of them is a little bit of curiosity and a little bit of like, wow, I could never, I could never be that brave. So for this whole like six to 12 months, I've heard the word courageous and brave so many times. And I'm like, I don't know if it's a compliment anymore. Right. Yes, <laughs> it's yes. more like. Exactly. It's like, or stupid, yeah, really. Yeah, it's like a code like, word for dumb. I was like, <laughs> I don't know that you guys are complimenting me, but I'm just going to roll with it because yes. I have so much faith in myself and in what's grander than I am. Right. And that yep. if I want to create something really big and beautiful, um, I have the power to do that mm-hmm. through my relationship with my higher power and, yep. you know, with everything that I put into place. And I've been doing this for so long. So like I've been journaling and doing creative writing and I used to call them what do I want lists. Mm-hmm. Everything I've ever put on a what do I want list has come true. Yes. I love um, it. So what I, I wrote one down when I was like 16 years old or I made one. And it started with like, I want to make $100,000. I want to have something published. I, and it was a picture. I wanted to, I wanted, I was into photography. Mm -hmm. I want to have a picture published. I want to have a, I want to do a hot air balloon ride. And the only one that I hadn't done was the hot air balloon ride. 
And it was hilarious because I had moved into a house in August. I'm like, I, I didn't finish that list, right? But there's all these hot air balloon rides. Oh, or, my like, gosh. Hot you air balloons. see them in like, your backyard. Yeah, so I've got like five <laughs> different hot air balloons outside of my house every morning coming up into the canyon. And I was like, okay. I could just like literally make a phone call and go outside yes. and be like, hey. Um, and I ended up doing it on – um, over the Serengeti in Africa in oh January, rather How than amazing over is that? my house. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. I was like, okay, well, clearly I need to get this marked off, and that list is done, and everything that came on that list, or everything that I wrote down, showed up in my life in a much grander way. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. you only want to make this? Oh, you only want a hot air balloon? Yeah. Oh, you only want to have a picture published? Yeah. Everything that happened was huge. May I offer you a word of advice for your first year as an entrepreneur? Please. Okay, so only because of a mistake I made. So one of the mistakes I made was I was telling the universe, if I could only replace my income, Mm. I'd be so grateful. That's what I wanted to do my first year. And guess what? You replaced it exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Like I made $10 less, but whatever. Um, (laughs) So... I should have said, if only I could double, if only I could triple, if mm-hmm. only I, right? And I just felt like um, it was hard for me to make more than that because then that was me deciding that the value of my work was mm. whatever it was yeah. instead of someone else telling me the value of your work is this number. Yeah. Isn't that really fascinating though? Because we, I do the same thing. Like I keep ha- I have these people that are helping me with some of my branding for this new project I'm working on, and they really want me to be front and center. Mm-hmm. And they're like, "You should be charging this for speaking, and you should be doing this." And I'm just like, "But I'm not. How can I?" You can. And it's so Start crazy because you're like, you're kind of walking into that future life that you don't feel like you deserve yet, yeah, right? right? You have a team around you who's like, oh, but you need to be seen as this. You already are that when we're talking to you. Yes. You just have to but show you, yourself up in the world that way. You know, it's so funny. If you were working for an organization that sent speakers out and they said, hey, every time someone hires you, it costs $20,000, you'd say, okay. Right. Right. Because mm-hmm. because that's what that's what the going rate is. That's what they said that it's worth. And so you would own it. Right. And right now mm-hmm. it's weird for you to put a number on it. Yeah. But I always think about it like this. It's the value add that my service will have on the people's lives. Mm. It's not this one hour that I'm spending with this person. Right. It's the value add that I, that time will have on their life over time. And so that's how I think about about my my, you know, my salary or whatever you call it. Yeah. yeah. I love it. Yeah. Do you have any other pointers for us? Um, I would just say start today. Don't be scared. Don't think that you're going to do it wrong. You absolutely have all the tools to make this happen for yourself. It can be as small as taking five minutes every morning to go through these four steps that I went over with you. Mm-hmm. And just taking that time for yourself, you'll see small things show up in your life consistently, say thank you, and you'll want to do more after that. I love that. That's so true. Like once you start to see the the fruits Mm -hmm. and the little signs and the little moments where like something comes into your consciousness and you're like, thank you. Thank you. This is working. And it shows up bigger and better. Always. So I have questions to ask you that I ask everybody. Yes, please. So younger self, Mm -hmm. younger Candace. Yeah. If you were to look back at her, what would she look like and what advice would you give her? Um, She would not wait for permission. She would not think that she has to have degrees and stamps and letters after her name to be worthy of living the life that she wants to live. Mm -hmm. I feel like I spent a lot of time, even in my coaching career, 
feeling like I had to get recognition and accolades and um, certifications and do all these things so that I could feel like I was ready, like someone told me I was ready. And I just wish I would have recognized sooner that I didn't need to do that, Mm -hmm. that I didn't need to wait for someone to give me permission that I could own the things that I'm great at and start doing them when I felt like it Yeah. instead of when someone told me I could. I know so many women who, for some reason or another, have stayed in careers just because they don't have a degree or a certification. And they just they stay kind of stagnant and I, I've I've talked to two or three people who are like I can't leave this company because if I leave I wouldn't be able to get a job so they don't even they don't even try because they're fearful that they'll be judged for the fact that they didn't get their college right. degree yeah and it's just not true it's just not true and and I also know people who are stuck in jobs and they're waiting on their next raise and they're seeing you know other people move up faster than them and you know the men are getting more money than them and all this stuff and now I don't have to worry about that because I create my own money right I'm not waiting on anyone to give me a raise I give myself a raise Mm -hmm. you know I show up for my work and the universe shows up for me my clients show up for me and I make as much money as I want to Mm -hmm. and that that's again being powerless moving from being powerless to powerful and I think that you start to do that even in that job you hate Mm -hmm. even in that soul-sucking job that you have right now Mm Start your manifesting, start your belief in another life and see how small things show up for you in that space to give you the courage, Mm -hmm. like we talked about, to make changes, Mm -hmm. right? If you want something different, you got to do something different. Yeah. It's so funny because I started manifesting my new career several years Yeah, me too. About three years years before I actually, maybe two and a half to three years before Mm -hmm. I actually left my job. Yeah. Same. I started thinking about it and getting things right. What's funny is that through the course of a lot of different things, it was also my most high-performing years. Mm -hmm. And um, for two years, I was President's Club, making more money than I could have imagined, which underwrote my new project. Mm, And it's so crazy to me because that's why everyone's like, you're crazy to leave. And I'm like, but now I can fund everything that I'm doing um, because I – it's just kind of funny how that happened, right? Absolutely. And so what may have looked like, you know, lunacy to one person, to me I was like, oh, but my, my, my request was just answered. Yes. Right? I don't have to go out and get a small business loan. I don't have to look for an investor. Um, right. I'm able to do this on my terms. Yep. And that was just such a beautiful kind of reminder that you're taking care of, yep. you know? Yeah. Um, if you were to be leaving this earth and wanted to leave behind mm-hmm. one gold nugget of wisdom or inspiration, yeah, what would it be? So my favorite movie is The Wizard of Oz, mm-hmm. and I love seeing Dorothy's journey to Oz. When, when she gets there, she realizes the entire time she didn't need anyone to get her home, mm-hmm. right? She had everything she needed the entire journey. And my the one thing that I would like to leave with people is that everything that you want, everything that you desire, it's already in you. You're already capable. It's already there, mm-hmm. right? And the universe and God, they'll put people in your lives to be mirrors to reflect those parts of you, right? She had the lion to remind her of her courage and the scarecrow about her brains and the tin man about the heart, right? And But all of those things she already has, yeah. you know, and she's already capable of them. They're just mirrors to teach her lessons along the journey. And so the earlier you can remember that those things are just inside of you and you just need to tap into them, the happier you're going to be. 
And the thing is, like, even when things don't go well, you can still tap into that happiness, right? Yeah. It's still there. It's so funny because I my executive coach refers to The Wizard of Oz all the oh time. Gosh, There's funny. something it's about this amazing. movie that, like, yes. everybody that's – it's, like, it's, it's psychology 101, apparently. For sure, yes. <laughs> but one of the things that I also love and appreciate is that um, – these mirrors, these people that come into your life to show you, it's not always that they show you because they're giving you kind words, right? No. Some of the most impactful people in my life have been my detractors. And I think that that's a hard thing to realize in the moment. So one of the things that I would say that I hope people pull away from this is Mm -hmm. sometimes when someone's coming at you from a place of negativity or detraction, also look at them and say, what are you teaching me? Because you may feel triggered. That trigger is a gift. That is a moment Mm -hmm. for you to unpack an old message, an old belief system that is for you. And a lot of times we have a hard time accepting that, mm-hmm. especially in the moment. Yep. And there's been a couple of people who've come into my life and I'm just like, oh, why are like, yes. how? And then if you can just get silent with yourself and take what I call a pause, just take a pause. That's like my, my own internal word. I use a lot. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's time to take my pause. And look at them and say, what is it that they're pulling out of me? Mm-hmm. What what insecurity, what ego. Mm-hmm. I, I've, I've also recognized when I feel the need to um, validate myself or someone will come after me and I feel the need to tell them yes. how smart I am or how this or I am. How, I'm like, so what is it that I don't believe about myself that I feel the need to turn into this ego stance, right? Yes, that's so huge. Um, I think that it's important to have healthy boundaries, of course, mm-hmm. right? That That is so important and to recognize uh, what, if you're on the path of the life that you actually want, is this person or this relationship in alignment with that path or not? Mm-hmm. And if it's distracting you from the path you want, mm-hmm. then you should easily be able to say no if you're consistently every day focusing on the thing you actually want. Right. It should be like a very obvious, like, oh, this doesn't feel right. Yeah. And and when you're focused on what you actually want consistently, you'll it'll be a simple like, ooh, this is not the right vibe. This mm-hmm. isn't the right energy, right. right? But if you're not, because you're on autopilot and mm-hmm. you're just doing this thing every day that you're supposed to do, mm-hmm. y- you won't feel it as easily. Yeah. It's so funny because I was reading something the other day and um, a woman had posted it. She's like, be careful about claiming that everyone doesn't match your vibe and that you just haven't gotten good at conflict resolution. Mm. And I did appreciate mm. that yeah, because no. I do think too that sometimes there are people that are good for you in your life but you're the one that needs to do a little healing. Right? We always need to do it. We yeah. always need to do it. So it's it's consistently. It's every day. Yeah. Um, but you'll you'll be open to doing the healing, and you'll be available for it. You'll recognize when it's happening. Yeah. If you are staying consistent with your faith practices. That's absolutely true. And I think that's I think that's the big message or takeaway, right? Like, so if you're working on yourself, you're going to be doing it. It's almost like it's you're doing it all the time. You're doing it all the time. I had a friend ask me recently. Yes. She's like, "Are you this conscientious with every relationship?" And I'm like, "It's my lifestyle now, yes. right? Like, because I'm always thinking, like, how am I consciously constructing the messaging for my child, for my boyfriend's daughter? How are he and I building each other up every day? How am I a good friend to the the people in my life? Yeah. And so, yeah, there is conscientious. Right, and there's some days when you're not great at it, and yeah. it's okay. It's about how fast you can pull yourself back. Yeah. If you can bring yourself back around and you can say, actually, am is this an alignment? Am I staying focused? Am I doing my meditation every morning? Am I focusing on what I actually want? And you're probably not. Yeah. And once you pull yourself back into it, 
things fall in place again. There is a direct correlation with whether or not I'm doing my meditation and my mood. Of course, <laughs> like, yeah. It's, it's a of direct course. correlation. Yeah. And for me, it also includes like um, working out. Like I have to do something physical. Yeah, and sometimes I stop that because I, I'm so busy, mm-hmm. right? I, so I stop working out and then I'm like, why do I feel shitty? Why is everyone driving me crazy? I'm like, oh, because I haven't had time to work mm-hmm. out, right? Air quotes, time. Um and then I get back into it and I'm like, oh, the world is right again. Yeah. And it's just because that that's essentially that's a, a practice that needs to happen in my life. And you have those practices, too. And if you're not doing them, you're going to see mm-hmm. that your life isn't in alignment. Yeah, 100%. It's so funny. I was, I've been having a lot of anxiety over some big decisions I'm making right now. And um, I was like, I don't want to fall back into old ways of, of doing this, right? Because I am, I've been, meditation has changed my life. Physical fitness has changed my life. Healthy eating has changed my life. So I went back into that practice. Yes. I had a really great conversation with my boyfriend. I had a very hot, hard yoga class. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, I feel like birds are chirping, right? Yes. Like you walk out and you're like, everything right. doesn't seem so hard. And I also find my answers on my yoga mat. I have noticed too that my answers usually come to me because I'm so conscientious about the way my body's moving and the actual practice that all of that chatter and the chit chat oh, sure. gets out of your head. Yep. Before I leave the class, I'm like, oh, I have perspective. There it is. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Provides you perspective. I want to thank you so much for coming down here and doing this in person. It was so lovely yes, to see your face you while we're so talking. Much. Yes. And I really appreciate um, all of the pointers that you provided. If anyone's curious about your message, where, where can they find you? They can find me on Instagram at Candice with an I underscore Elevate um, or at my website on www.elevatelifestyleconsulting.com. I love it. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening today. I'm so appreciative of Candice sharing her points and all of her light with us. You can find her on Instagram at Candice underscore Elevate or ElevateLifestyleConsulting.com. As always, please subscribe to this podcast, leave a review, and don't forget to share with your friends. I'm always interested in content that uplifts, so if you have things you'd like to hear about, please share them with me in the comments. You can also find me on Instagram at ms.janetteschneider or Twitter at msjwrites. Get deep in the work with me to uncover your messaging before you pass it on to your children or the people you influence. Pick up my new book, Lore, Harnessing Your Past to Create Your Future, available on Amazon or barnesandnoble.com. If you want some help moving toward that intentional life, join me every week on my intention journey. I'm inviting you totally free from my heart to your inbox. Sign up for my love notes at JeanetteSchneider.com. And before you even wake up on Monday mornings, there will be a huge dose of motivation waiting for you. Yes, I will wake you up on Monday morning with intention setting prompts and give you some tips as to what is setting my soul on fire. On Fridays, I'm going to remind you to let go, recharge, and love yourself up with some self-care prompts to get present in your downtime. Intentional living is where it's at, y'all. Until next time, in the words of my grandma, love each other every day.